What exactly does the new will say? It says quite simply that the two of you must locate your younger brother within six months of your father's demise if you were to receive your inheritance. What? Welcome to the Crypt Keeper's Coffin, a Tales from the Crypt retrospective brought to you by Bat and Spider. Episode 85, Fatal Caper. Let's get some flesh and chips, isn't it? Oh God, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna can- canceled by the Queen for that. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna sick her Welsh corgis on you. Dale, Dale, are we? Is this whole season in England? That's the vibe I'm getting here. You know, the the groundwork that our crypt keeper was laying at the end of this episode yeah. makes it sound like yeah, we're spending a good amount of time. I hope it's true. I took a peek at. The cast and the and the and some of the episodes coming up, and it certainly is trending that way. That's awesome. They were for whatever reason they're like, let's move the show to England. Wow, did, this is special. Did they have? Did they? Was this? Like, I mean, this is like when uh, you know Conan would go to L.A. for a week or something. You know, go to Denver. Yeah, they're <laughs> just like, we're out of ideas, Live guys. Let's just shake it up. <laughs> yeah, this is like when they would send all the TGIF shows to Walt Disney World (laughs) for like one night of amazing you know yeah I wonder if they ran the numbers and they're like those Brits they love Tales from the Crypt we gotta we gotta make something happen here yeah we gotta show we gotta show them Bob Hoskins is (laughs) pounding down our door Bob huge crypt head Loves that puppet. Uh, I mean, he's he's begging every every season. He's begging us. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, we're 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 off to England, I guess, for the next thirteen episodes. Um, I couldn't tell. It, was, was he in a new dungeon? Was Crypty in a new dungeon? I thought that maybe that's why the set changed. Mm-hmm. I but they didn't show enough of it for me to get an at pinpoint. Yeah. Um. If it was true or not. Let's keep that under our hats and remember to look in future episodes, mm. see if he's in some sort of London dungeon yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. By, you know, the the ex- exteriors, they call it. Yeah. Um, he's somewhere under London Bridge. Oh, okay. You know, like one of the, underneath one of the towers, I oh, guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's what, that used to be a dungeon, right? Or, or I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm sure there were tons of people tortured. Underneath that bridge at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Over the Thames. The Thames. Where you, yeah. Where they pull out the eels. Yeah. Everyone's eating eel sandwiches over there. Eel pie, lamprey pie. Oh, eel pie. That's what it is. Eel pie. I said sandwiches. (laughs) Eel sandwiches. Hey. (laughs) 
How Can't slimy? Dale, on a scale of one to ten, how slimy is it, is eating an el, uh, an eel pie? Oh man, no, no. I don't know if I could do it. No. What is an eel? Is it a fish? It's probably considered a fish. Yeah, it's probably not slime. It's probably not slimy once it's all cooked up. And you think it's probably like very. Uh, yeah, it's probably has a consistency of like, um, you know, like a rubbery meat. Calamari, kind of. Maybe? Even the even the brown water, freshwater eels, oh, you know. God, oh. that London is famous for eels. Something about eels. I don't know. Yeah, no. When I would go fishing as a young boy mm-hmm. with my friends, we would catch them like river. You know, they'd yeah. be like eight inches long, ten inches long, and I would not. I mean, I would not. I would make my friend Keith. Yeah, I'm not. And touching he would that. just grab Keith. it, and they would. No, yeah, Keith, Keith, get over here. This for me. <laughs> Can you wrangle this beast? Because I don't want to touch it. The serpent of Satan. I, yeah, yeah. No, it's not natural. They're no. not natural. Mm-mm. Bottom feeders. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Dale, what what is Fatal Caper about? Fatal Caper, directed by the great Bob Hoskins, oh. is about a an estate lawyer comes to speak with Mycroft Amberson about redoing his will. He sent. One of his sons, one of three sons, he sent away over a disagreement. And the other two sons are kind of like ne'er-do-wells, or they suck. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They're very, one of them is very selfish and very, very stuck on himself and just worries about having tantric sex with anything that moves. And the other one is just like a slimy, greedy piece of shit. Yeah. And Mycroft regrets sending his one son away. Because he was probably the good son. You know, now, a- was, after, yeah. and even after the disagreement, he kind of realized looking at the other two disgusting spawn that he produced, <laughs> he doesn't want to leave his money to these two goons. So through, with the help of this Fiona Havisham played by Natasha Richardson, they, uh, she redoes his, um, a, a will and basically says, you know, I, Mycroft misses his third son. You boys, it's up to you after I pass to locate him. Within six months of me passing, or you guys lose your inheritance. So that gets everybody on edge. Big time. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, the the one greedy son is just annoying. He's like, he's just, he's irate. He can't believe his dad is, his daddy's doing this to him. And the other one no. is just, he's just, he actually doesn't care. He's just happy he gets to keep the title because... He can still get ladies if he has a title. And so Evelyn is the the, the stuck-up man's name, the stuck-up son, the greedy son. This guy. Um, he is beside himself. Yeah. That he, his fortune would have to comment uh, some some work. He had to put in some work. Oh, and if they, and, did you uh, say if they don't, if they don't find the third son, then all the money goes to charity and they get nothing. The money goes to charity, right. Yeah. So, you know, between Evelyn, Evelyn and Justin, the two sons that are present and accounted for, uh, they're beside themselves. Lo and behold, dad dies like the next day. Yeah, it just so happens because because a weak heart runs in the family. That matters. Oh that, yeah, that very important. <laughs> very important moving forward. Everybody and, has a weak um, heart. So moving forward, now now they got to put this plan into action. They got to locate this third son, Frank. And but lo and behold, the estate lawyer says, "Hey, listen, 
if there's only one son, one living son, if the other two are declared dead, you get all, you get everything because, yeah. you know, so she says, I can make that happen for the right price. And she starts playing the two present sons against each other. I mean, through some twisted ass Tales from the Crypt loving goodness, they end up at um, Father's Crypt. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> both with plans to kill each other. Yeah. But ultimately, it's ultimately it's just a plan. It's just a ploy by Mycroft, the father, to uh, scare the two of them and teach them a lesson. But by that point, they're both dead. Or he's planned to kill them. Or he's yeah. probably hoping they're both dead yeah. at this point. I think he hoped they both would kill each other or, you know, whatever. And yeah, I mean, he basically gets his wish and he thinks he's scot- home scot-free. The old man with his new fancy will uh, drawing up beautiful young lawyer. When, um, yeah. man, another another backstab is dropped, and the lawyer, she reveals herself to be his third long-lost son. Oh, God. You're a fella. Hello, Daddy. And, uh... Yeah. What, his heart gives out when he learns that? A lot of hearts given out in this A lot thing. of hearts given out, especially after... Mycroft really lays it on thick, saying basically, you know, I, I may be old, but I still know how to pleasure a woman. I believe. Oh yeah, that's right. Words. Yeah, and then he complimented his son's breasts and said, "You have really great breasts," or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and there were, I mean, there was at this episode, you know, in this in the scenes with the Justin, the horny son. Yeah. I mean, there were some. This was tawdry tales from the crypt. Oh yeah. When he's making Just it with enough. that maid, doing the tantric yeah. sex, yeah, I was, my eyes were popped. My heavens. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, this whole thing, I mean, it's, the setup is sort of like, ah, uh, yeah, I've seen this before, you know, wealthy family fighting over the will money, you know, daddy's rich money, blah, blah, blah. But it, it did, you know, setting it in, you know, since we're in England, you know, Minecraft's like, he's of nobility, you know, it's living in this like grand estate house i don't know what it's called with like giant paintings of long dead other nobility hanging around and right and it's a great setting it's it's it fits the mood and uh i i loved everyone especially uh james saxon playing this evelyn character is so his voice and the way his cheeks would would move when he spoke oh yeah man my favorite part is when he during that breakfast scene, he bites into that sausage, and it's the only audio that you hear in your ears. <laughs> the sound of the yeah, sausage right. being bit. Oh. That guy acted his ass off. I love that detail of breakfast, how everyone had different types of breakfasts. Like the like the, the guru kid was just having banana a banana dipped in marmalade. And, uh, yeah, right? Evelyn had, had like a plate of like sausage and gristle and, you know, no vegetables. I forget what Natasha was eating. Was she eating something? Yeah, she had like tea or like only tea or yeah. something like that. Um, yeah, that guy who played Evelyn like acted his ass off. It was oh, yeah. amazing. I really loved him. He he uh, he started a, a ton of things. He passed away sadly in the early two thousands, but boy, he went through it. And he was also in a in eighty seven. He was in another Bob Hoskins movie called A Prayer for the Dying. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to think that Bob like called in some of his. Uh, old chaps from around the way that they have a good working relationship yeah 
Oh, Mickey Rourke is in this movie. Oh, and Liam Neeson, um, husband to Natasha. God rest her soul. Oh my God, that's right. Yeah, do you remember that? I was like, I looked it up to make sure I was yeah. remembering that was who that was. She died in like a skiing accident in like 2009 in Montreal. Yeah, that's right. that was her. Yeah. Man. Yeah. She was a sweetheart. Yeah. She was great in this. There was one, I read her Wikipedia before we got on the air and I, there's one funny thing where she, I guess they must've lived in New York, but she was a, said she was an outspoken critic of the indoor smoking ban in restaurants in New York City. <laughs> Man, imagine if she must have had that yeah. addicted. Yeah, she must have been very outspoken for that to have made its way into, you know, her living Wikipedia. Yeah, Man. right. <laughs> Maybe she yeah. was getting kicked out Maybe. of restaurants and stuff, you know. <laughs> Maybe there was one person enjoying the non-smoking section at a dinner one night, and yeah. she came in. So that person updated their, her Wikipedia. Page. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. I bet you it's a scorn. Remember, restaurant goer mm-hmm. or like a host. You know, you sat her there. Yeah. And she's just like got a cloud of smoke around her, and she lit up. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Liam and Liam and the and the kids are just trying to enjoy dinner. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Mom's got to light up a cigarette <laughs> at Mars, the Mars 2020 uh, restaurant, Times Square. That's mom. That's just mom. She loves her ciggies. <laughs> just, here we go again. <laughs> What's your mom do? Oh, she smokes. She smokes a lot. And uh, I, I, so... Well, I mean, what's 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 your feeling, Chuck? I loved this episode. Did you? You loved it. I'm I'm more I of middling. It. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. You know, mm. I I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I think the performances really saved it for me because I was kind of just yeah. bored by the concept. But I loved watching all these people. They were very good together. I, <laughs> yeah, I think the the concept obviously was very yeah, it's very rote, very tropey. We've seen it before. But I think for me, other than the kick-ass performances that everybody put in and the fact that Bob Hoskins was in it and directed it, I think that there was enough creativity in the set pieces and the changing. Like, it didn't all happen in one or two rooms. Even if it was in one house, it was all over the place. Yeah. So there was a lot of rooms to play with and 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 set up their arguments with each other and stuff like that. And I loved how playful their arguments were to really showcase like how much of a prick uh, Evelyn was and how <laughs> yeah. much of a J-off uh, Justin was, the tantric guy. I did I um, did love, I love the setting, how every, like you, we never left the, the great house, like the, the estate. It was yeah. like everything was contained in there. And these, the brothers had their like crazy separate lives, but they were all basically under one roof, it seemed like. Um, yeah, they all. Live I mean, there. <laughs> it seemed big enough where Fiona was like staying there until. Yeah. At least that's what it seemed like. But you know, when they took a shot from the outside, like, good heavens, these places exist, and they were they've been passed through family familial generations. You know, it's it's amazing. Yeah, and even when they like when Evelyn thinks he murdered his little brother Justin, there's no authorities, no word, nobility. I'm just gonna drag his ass to the crypt. <laughs> Yeah, that's on property. <laughs> Throw him in daddy's coffin. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? Come on, there there has to be, you got to alert the authorities. Like, 
you know, come on. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, right. And you're not too far removed. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. Even if who you knows? Have staff. It's, uh, who knows? These nobles they play by different rules. Mm-hmm. They do. Um, but yeah, I'm but, I'm I'm excited. At first, I was a little like weirded out by the whole. Let's. I think this whole season's taking place in England, but you know what? I'm here for it. Let's farm it out. I am. Let's farm it out to the English. Yeah, I'm super. <laughs> I'm super. Yeah, let's let's let them take over with uh, some some funnies. Yeah, you know who knows? Who knows the my, stars? Mycroft. We'll see. The um the the patriarch Mycroft. He voices the Sorting Hat in the first two Harry Potter movies. There's oh. a little bit of trivia for you. Wow, he's still he was still alive. He seemed ancient in this. He did. Born yeah, in 1924. Oh my. Um uh, next episode. Yeah, what's what's next week, Dale? Next week, directed by Freddie Francis, entitled Last Respects. And three bickering sisters left in charge of their late father's struggling curiosity shop come into possession of a cursed monkey's paw and try to use it to their advantage with deadly results. Ooh. Wow. Three siblings again. <laughs> yeah. Right. Director Freddie Francis, born in 1917. Why does this name sound familiar to me? The guy was a cinematographer of... Yeah. Wow. He shot Glory, Cape Fear, The Elephant Man. This dude's been in it, man. Wow. Wow. Photograph photographer on Dune, CC Dune Pod. Wow. Yeah, it looked like he worked with um David Lynch quite a bit. Freddie Francis, uh get this, okay. The episode's titled Last Respects. Freddie Francis' last directorial job, this episode of Tales from the Crypt, titled oh, Last Respects. Wow. Jeez, I I just got the chills, Charles. <laughs> okay. Those patented crypt keeper chills. Oh, get this. Freddie Francis Previously directed the feature film Tales from the Crypt from 1972. Oh, idiots. We're idiots. I knew it. Like, why can't we do a, why can't we do one thing that's oh, perfectly normal and Dale, like, the amount why of editing like this? I'm gonna have to do to make us not sound like idiots. It's forget it's it. gonna tie up a whole night. <laughs> forget it. I'm so sick of us. <laughs> God. Anybody else would be like, oh, yeah, Freddie Francis, didn't you just cover Tales from the Crypt, the movie? <laughs> like, not he that. directed Like, that. a few months ago? You fucking yeah. idiots. You're all idiots. Oh, my God. Man. Pieces pieces of S. Well, yeah. that that's, okay, well, that's that's super cool. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's like cool. our first nod from this series to the existence of uh, the previous movies. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like it. What else? Jeez, Chuck, we're at 20 I minutes. Oh, boy. Do we waste on. three more minutes? Or... Um, we're so uninspired. We're I know, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I think I'm saving all my enthusiasm for uh, Wolf Guy. <laughs> I know. That's a problem tonight, folks. Cause... Yeah. I got to look up more movies that this maid is in. Uh, oh. Kimberly Cowell. Not much. Yeah. Wow. That's a shame. Oh boy, yeah, yeah really. Not much at all. Bruce's Price is Right? It's Bruce. Why is it called Bruce's Price is Right? Wow, it's like a British version of Price is Right, I think. Starring and hosted by Bruce Forsyth. Yeah. <laughs> Game show in which contestants compete for prizes trying to guess the correct prices of consumer goods. Bruce's Price is Right. <laughs> oh boy. 
Oh man, I'm sorry, guys. I'll, how come, I'll, it, how come it only lasted seven seasons? <laughs> What's wrong with what was wrong with it? I know. Did they screw up the formula? It, it yeah. makes itself. I used to work. Speaking of Price is Right, my my lost year that I lived in Los Angeles, I worked right next to the CBS building, and you would see on Price is Right days just the line of people, like they they just every time they re- they uh, recorded episodes lines of people for the studio audience incredible i don't even know if they had to like work to get people to go cuz they were just so hungry to be on the show you know yeah but yeah pretty interesting to get theirs yeah and sometimes if you stood on our one balcony you could look at the other balcony and see like soap opera stars like standing on their balcony smoking it was weird. Whoa. Yeah. I didn't know who anyone was because I was I didn't know anything about soap operas. But my he probably, my coworkers would say. They would say, like, oh, there's a Victor Newman outside grabbing a smoke. Yeah. I, Is that what they said, Chuck? Something like that, Dale. If Did you they were there, Victor you wouldn't have known. You know? Did they say Eric Braden as Victor Newman? Is that what they said? I'm not saying they didn't. That's probably what they said. My gosh, <laughs> you saw the king himself, uh, patriarch of Genoa City. Victor Newman smoking a cigarette on break. <laughs> I can't believe it. What if I what if I held up a baggie of uh, two cigarette butts just now, so for you to see in the camera that I saved <laughs> from the CBS from studios. your lost year? <laughs> you would go under the balcony and pick them all up. Yeah, these are Eric Braden's cigarette butts. I've had right them here. on eBay for fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> just keep you just keep re- luckily ebay's gotten smarter it'll just re- keep reposting much easier yeah in the old days i had to keep yeah. reposting the sale but now it's now it's up there permanently it's like a memorial yeah it's man <laughs> good i'm glad hopefully they'll sell one day i'm not gonna buy them i mean i like the guy but i'm not gonna buy them chuck sorry no no i don't even know where they are anymore god forbid i sell them be oh yeah you're in trouble then what what was natasha richardson what was her big thing parent trap is high on the list oh know. yeah she was uh dennis quaid's um girlfriend and uh the, the Lindsay trap. lohan parent trap yeah. yeah i think i watched that on an airplane as a child the parent trap it's the parent trap all right dale let's call it oh my god maggie wheeler is in the parent trap so that, that's Janice, right? From Friends. Janice is the only character I like on Friends, by the way. Oh, that's yes, right. I love her. All right. I love her so much. She shows up. She keeps showing up, that one. <laughs> All right, Dale. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. And I'll see you next week in uh, London. London town. All right. Cheerio.
the crypt. <laughs> I'm a filial devotion. Well, that's what you call devotion, is it? Keeping his arsehole warm with your face. I told you to 